I safely weaned down off of it. And I'm going to start crying here because I have now been off of hydrocortisone for almost a year. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, no symptoms of like, I haven't gotten worse in any way, shape or form. Um, so that was never the problem. Hello and welcome to the Health Detective Podcast by Functional Diagnostic Nutrition. We bring you interviews from people who have conquered the trickiest of health challenges using the Functional Diagnostic Nutrition philosophy and similar healing modalities. You're going to hear from experts who have been through the ringer with their health issues and yet managed to come out on the other side. If you're interested in natural healing and or functional medicine, congrats, you are in the right place. You can always visit us at functionaldiagnosticnutrition.com. But for now, here is today's episode. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Health Detective Podcast by Functional Diagnostic Nutrition. My name is Evan Transu, a.k.a. Detective Ev, and I will be your host for today's show. And we have a record-setting show today because I have never had a guest take my first question and run with it as far as our guest Vanessa did today. And I don't mean that in a way of poking fun or, you know, giving her crap or something. It's quite the opposite. It's the ultimate compliment as a host to just allow the person to kind of do their thing for that long. That means they are telling an amazing story. That means what they're saying is coherent. It has a beginning, middle, and an end. And Vanessa, whether or not she realizes it, I told her afterwards, so I hope she realizes it, has an amazing, amazing ability to tell a story, get you involved in the emotional side, bring you through the highs, bring you through the lows. I quite frankly didn't even realize myself how much time had passed because I found myself so engaged with the story. I think you guys are going to love this one. Now, to be clear, we also are a show where we like to talk about the resolution a lot, and we do get to touch on that today. But with how much time we spent on the story, I knew immediately it's only fair that we do this again and have a part two. So Vanessa won't be coming on like immediately next week. I want to, you know, we have other guests that we need to get to and stuff, but she won't be coming on in six months either. It's going to be sometime before there. So I look forward for that. I will let you guys know, of course, when it's out. I mean, how would I not let you know that it's out, right? It's going to be on the podcast, but (laughs) I'll link the first episode once that comes back around in case you missed this at the time. Anyway. Vanessa McConkie is our guest today. She is a passionate, energetic, tenacious woman, wife, and mom of three young boys. Now, there's very few people that would label themselves that way, but I would like to say I can absolutely say that is a 100% accurate description that will be inherently obvious five minutes into the interview. (laughs) She has always believed in helping people, whether it be in the community, schools, or corporate world. Her career started early since both her parents and grandparents were business owners. Hard work was highly valued in her family. She attended a science and engineering academy through most of high school, attended Southern Illinois University for Industrial Engineering Technology, graduating in only three years. She worked her way up the corporate ladder very quickly and found herself running organizations at a young age. During the course of all this corporate success, she was diagnosed with a rare disease, leaving her relying on many different medical professionals. She finally ended her corporate career and her husband and her became pregnant with their first son. Life seemed good. She started a resume writing and executive career coaching business where the skills she learned in corporate once again created great success. But two things happened. One, her health took a nosedive, 
And two, she noticed 85% of her clients struggled with health issues that were affecting how they performed at work. No longer could she morally help people find jobs if their health was affecting more than just them. While taking a sabbatical, she uncovered some hefty relational issues with her husband and her parents, leading to her discovery of functional nutrition and FDN. This ultimately uncovered how trauma creates disease for her. Now, as a board-certified holistic autoimmune and trauma recovery practitioner, FDNP certified functional nutrition coach, speaker, and author, Vanessa educates and empowers people to take control of their fatigue and pain during the in-between moments while confidently owning their journey so they can live a vibrant life. Uh, sit back and relax for this one. It is a bit of a heart string puller, if you will. Uh, again, there's some great moments. There's some tough moments, but it all ends uh with just a beautiful resolution to this. And I would say the best way to describe Vanessa's journey, and I, I'm sure she would agree, she's still on the mountain, right? Like many of the people that come on this show. She's still on the mountain, but man, she's damn close to that peak. Like it's within eyesight. She can see the top of it, and uh, it's an amazing thing. Without further ado, let's get to today's episode. All right. Hello, Vanessa, and welcome to the Health Detective Podcast. How are you? Great. How are you doing? Thanks for having um, me on. Yeah, I'm doing very well. We're glad to have you. It's always nice to have someone else that does podcasting too. It feels pretty good being on the opposite end, doesn't it? Like it's a it's a nice little <laughs> yes. change of pace. Um, mm -hmm. I actually I don't know if you relate to this at all. I legitimately find myself feeling it's not a ton nowadays, thankfully, but I feel more pressure doing this than being in the other side at this point. Uh, just because I want to make sure I feel like so responsible for guiding it correctly and making sure everything's good. And then if I'm on the other side, I'm like, all right, cool. Like, ask me questions. I got answers to this stuff. So it goes back <laughs> that, and forth. That's exactly true. No yeah. joke. I was recording one earlier this week and I could not say metabolism for the life of me. And it just kept <laughs> over and over. I was like, metabolic, what? Like, I just, I was like, you know what, whatever. It just, yep. but you're right. It's totally different being on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. So, it, and it's fun in both ways. It's it's just different. So, how we start off this podcast? I know you've gotten to listen to some episodes of ours, and obviously, you're an FDN yourself. One thing I always like to touch on is the journeys and stories that people took to get into this kind of space. Um, so, I'm going to guess maybe you had some health challenges in your life, maybe one or two. And yeah, I don't think I don't think I had any. I think I'm good. <laughs> I'm just going to chat about life, and you know. <laughs> Yeah. So obviously the audience knows because I was, they would have already heard the bio. You know, we talked about um, you graduating, you got this engineering thing. So things were going well, I'm guessing. Uh, but somewhere along the line here, things were not going well with the the health side. So uh, I guess the question is, when did the first health symptoms start for you and what did they look like? That's a really great question. So Life was good. So I thought all these years, like you said, I graduated with engineering degree, three years, had a job right away, all these things. And it was actually a little bit before college and high school. I was like, okay, things weren't really feeling that great. I was in an engineering academy in our high school and just, just very driven, very just type A personality, doing all the things trying to be involved in a million things at the same time, because that's just kind of how I was brought up. It's like, you get involved, you do things, you drive things. Mm -hmm. And I, I started feeling just like dizzy and lightheaded. And now at that same time, my mom was studying naturopathy. And uh, we're like, okay, you know, what could this be? Could it be hay fever? Could it be allergies, whatever. And we were always her guinea pigs, like, try this, try this, try this, <laughs> whatever. Let's see what happens. 
And it was a good and a bad thing, right? We we go on the model of test, don't guess. Well, that was the opposite in my home. It was just <laughs> guess and not test. You don't have to go into the doctor. Yeah, to my sister, you broke your arm roller skating. It'll, it'll be fine. We'll just play around with some herbs. Oh, <laughs> That's literally how it was, and um, which was good in some aspects. But I would wake up just dizzy and lightheaded. I was in volleyball. And did a lot of running. There'd be times I would black out and whatnot. And I'm like, what's going on? Like, this isn't right. So I was like, oh, let's just, just take this like antihistamine stuff and you'll be okay. And I thought it was working. So a lot of times we'll hear in the space, the space, it's in your head, right? And so that's what I, I was, okay, this is working for me. And then I got into college and did the whole college thing. Uh, you won't go into, thank God there's no social media than when I was back in college, but we won't go into that. But I was doing all the things and in engineering and driving back and forth. I went to school in Southern Illinois from you guys heard from the bio and whatnot is like crazy, lots of crazy times and quickly got out of school. Cause I'm like, this is easy. This was nothing to me. I've done more than this in high school than you guys that, you know, have done blah, blah, blah. And I get out of college and get into my first job, which I had an internship in. So I already had that set for me, which was great. And I was like, something isn't right. Like something just doesn't feel right. What am I doing? And again, it was the dizziness coming on. I started getting really fatigued and I was like, maybe I'm just working too much. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I I was working at restaurants at nights and I was working at the engineering job during the day. I had engineering debt. You just, (laughs) it's a lot. And my parents were those parents like, oh, we'll pay for the first month of college and then the rest's on you. Um, sounds good. Yeah, first yeah, month. <laughs> it sounds good as a parent. I mean, I got three boys of my own. I'm like, you know what? Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, it actually put on some more stress on my body. And I was like, okay, you know, let's, let's take a, you know, I've got vacation built up. Let's take some time off. Let's see what happens. And I took a week off and what it, the first couple of days I'm like twiddling my thumbs. What am I doing? What do I, what do I got to do? Like just constantly wanting to go and do and go and do. And, but I would still be waking up fatigued. I was just drained. I was like, okay, I'm a runner too. Maybe I should stop running for a little bit. Okay. That didn't work either. And I was like, all right, whatever. So finally I, at that age, when you're in your young twenties, do you want to reach out to your parents again? No, you don't. But I reached out to my mom's with her studying that and she had finally graduated naturopathy school. And I was like, so I'm feeling just drained and exhausted and nothing is working. Like I wake up and I'm still tired or I'm tired within the first hour of waking up. What's going on? I'm still getting kind of dizzy and, but I I, got to work. I have, I can't just not work. Like I have to, something has to happen. And she's like, well, you know what? I'm going to refer you to someone because I don't really want to deal with my daughter, right? (laughs) That's kind of a conflict of interest at the same time. I'm going to refer you to someone here, blah, blah, blah. And so we, we went in or I I went in and they were, they, first of all, they looked at me and they're like, you're kind of (laughs) thin. Okay. To me, I'm like, do you go up to a fat person and say you're kind of fat? Like, no. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I, I honestly get that very much. I assume yeah. saying, yes. I, I mean, if you can see the video, like I sit there and I can put my hands like around my wrist, like, okay, I've, so what? I'm thin, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever. And they're like, well, let's just, let's run some tests and, and whatnot. And right. Everyone knows, right. Okay. They run the basic CMP panel. Okay. Everything looks kind of good. Okay. You might have a sickness. Okay. Infection going on. Okay. Let's just, 
Let's give you some vitamin C and let's go on. That's basically what it was. I was like, this is not working. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was around that time I went, it was around winter time. So, okay. Maybe I did have a cold or whatever it was, but that doesn't explain the last handful of months. And so I just kept going about my business. And then I came on again. I'm like, okay, mom, like this isn't working. Like not working. Do you have another referral in your database basically? And she's like, here, okay, why don't you go and, you know, get this, go to one of the ladies at my naturopathy school. You know, she's been doing this a lot longer. They, you know, usually do a lot of practicals and things like that. They sit down with you. I'm like, all right, fine. I I don't have time for this, but I, I have to make time for this. And I sat down with her and she went through, I mean, it was a couple hours of what's your background? What's your lifestyle? Anyone who's sat down and worked with a a good naturopath has done that. And I'm like, okay, can we get to the points? And she's like, all right, you know, let's, let's go, you know, record a food diary for a while. And then we'll talk next week. I'm like, are y'all kidding me right now? (laughs) I need something, right? We're all in this uh, society of like, I need something now. And that's where I was at. I'm like, I am a very busy. And at that time, my, my engineering profession was moving into management. And I'm like, I, I don't have time for this. I'm working 60 hours plus a week. I don't have time for this. Mm-hmm. And so she came back to me and she was, okay, you know, I want to run a saliva test. I'm thinking something's kind of off, but you have to do it in the morning. That's right. I'm getting no explanation. This is back in like 2006. I'm like, I'm getting no explanation here. Like what's going on? Why are we taking this test? Whatever. You're the, the professional, not me. I'll just do it and call it a day. You know, so I did the saliva test a couple weeks later. She's like, okay, so it looks like you probably have some, some cortisol issues. I'm like, what is that? Like, can you, can I get any explanation? She's like, it's just really low. You you know, let's, I'm going to refer you out. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is ridiculous. And so this type of thing went on for another year of me getting referred out and testing things and then things saying, oh, well, it's, it's kind of normal but it's okay. You know, or why don't you go back and get some rest or why don't you reduce the stress in your life and, and whatnot. And then it was finally in September of 2007, I get a call from yet another test (laughs) getting run and they're like, okay, well you have Addison's disease. And I'm like, well, what what does that mean? Like, what does that mean? You know, again, back then I'm like, I have no idea. And so I'm a research nerd. And so that night I'm at Barnes and Noble and I'm at the library and I'm like doing all this, you know, I'm trying to find anything. And there was like two books on this. And I'm like, I have no idea what this is. It says it's rare. What am I supposed to do? I'm supposed to have another call with this doctor tomorrow, you know, because I was at work and I had to go. And so I get on the phone call with him and he's like, so yeah, you're going to be on this medication. We're going to start you with prednisone and you're going to be on a high dosage of it because we got to boost your body up. And get it back to where it's supposed to be at. So find some, you know, you're, I know you're living by yourself right now. Find some place like a parent or siblings place to stay because you're going to be sleeping a lot for the first few days. I'm like, I don't have freaking time for this. <laughs> right? I don't. And so we picked that next weekend and my mom's like, just trust him. I kind of know what he's doing. Okay, fine. And in that weekend, I slept like 14 hours the first night, another 13 hours the next night. I'm like, okay, this feels good, but I'm still not feeling there. I got to go to work on Monday. Right. And then we're playing around with dosages and things like that. They put me on, it was um, 35 milligrams of prednisone for at that time, 115 pound young woman. Wow, It was a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, all of a sudden over the next year and a half was my face was just blowing up. It was just, it looked like a big puff fish. And I'm like, 
okay, whatever. I'm like, but is this what I, do I have to be on this for the rest of my life? Like something just didn't feel right. And so for anyone who doesn't know, like what Addison's disease is, is adrenal insufficiency. Basically they tell you that your adrenals are shot. It can't produce any more cortisol and you just, you have to be on medication the rest of your life. It's a rare, rare autoimmune disease. And so it's something in me was like some, it's, it doesn't feel right. And then it was the next year that's after I was diagnosed, they're like, okay, well, we're running your annual panels. <laughs> Let's go through that process. And it seems like you might have some thyroid things. Let's put you on a supplement, right? It's not the conventional doctors that are putting you on another medication. It's like, let's just supplement to get you back into the paperwork range. And it's like, I'm like, okay. So then I went on this, I can't remember what it was back then, a supplement for thyroid. And I was so high energy after that. I was like, I, I was in meetings and I'm like, I can't even sit still. Like I am like shaking so much the first couple of days. I'm like, I'm off. No, I am pulling myself off. I don't care who says what I'm not taking this. I am not taking this. And then I started questioning a lot, like verbally questioning my doctors. I'm like, I know I'm not a doctor, but I, sorry, but why am I on this much prednisone? My face is blowing up. I mean, you could look at pictures before and after and I'm blowing up. I still weigh the same. I still feel the same. I'm still fatigued. They say I have thyroid issues. What what proof is there? What I, I don't understand. And Vanessa, you just have to tell, okay, maybe we'll reduce your dosage. Okay. And then it was, I was on prednisone for almost five years. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, whoa. Right? Yeah. <laughs> almost five years. So I'd end up in that time frame moving to Arizona. And that's where my husband and I met in college and I'd moved to Arizona and we had started dating and the naturopath there was like, okay, let's switch you over to hydrocortisone and Florinef. And I'm like, okay. And she's explaining why I'm like, all right, that makes a little bit more sense. She goes, we'll put you on a small dose. If you need more, we can always updose you, but we don't want to put you on too much if you don't need it, blah, blah, blah. And so I'm like, okay. And then it was just all these other things. I thought I was happy. I was in sunny Arizona and instead of Chicago and dreary and everything. And it was just, everything was free and, and whatnot. You know, you're dating someone, we end up getting married, all these things. And, you know, I still had a fun job where I was traveling all over the place. And all of a sudden I was like, I'm getting stressed again. Like, this isn't fun. I was traveling three weeks out every month, going to different Mm -hmm. corporate companies around the country and training people. We had three shifts. I was in manufacturing at the time and I was in the um, C-suites and I'm like, I'm going all over the place. I'm like, I got it. I got to take a sabbatical. Like I just told the court, I was like, I got to take a sabbatical, told the investors. I'm like, I got it. I've got to just give me two months. I I just need a break. In that time we got pregnant with our first son. And I was like, all right, I don't want to go back. And, but I was still feeling just drained. I was excited about being pregnant and having a kid. And I was like, okay, let me, I don't want to be on any medications, mm-hmm. I, but because it crosses the barrier for the kid. And I'm like, I just, I don't want to, but I should, should I, you know, so I pulled myself off. I didn't even tell my naturopath. I just pulled myself off of the medications <laughs> and I felt fine. The pregnancy was fine. The delivery, he just had the cord wrapped around his head and they had to use the forceps. Any woman out there has had that happen. It's like, yeah, I was actually, yeah, I was one of, well, I didn't have that. Okay, I was the baby to be clear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was a forceps baby too. And it was like, man, uh, yeah, no, no, no. I mean, that thing's digging in there. And, and so everything was good. He ate well, he slept well, all these things. I'm like, this is great. And so I just put myself back on a small dose. I took myself off the floor enough. I don't know why I just, I'll just do the hydrocortisone. I'm fine. And then, um, it was 
shortly after we had gotten pregnant with the second child. And I'm like, okay, let's do this all over again. You know, but I'm like, I'm going to keep myself on a low dose. I don't know why I was right. I was playing the guest game. I wasn't testing. I was playing the guest game. And with that pregnancy, it was, you've got a young toddler, barely, it wasn't even, it was barely walking and you're pregnant and you're trying to do all that stuff. He was still sleeping fine, but I wasn't because this one was just a freaking nightmare. I was having all kinds of like food issues, dairy, for some reason I couldn't tolerate anymore. I was like, what's going on? So we did a food test. She's like, I know, you know, this is my naturopath is like, I know this is going to be, you know, a little off because you're pregnant, but let's, you know, something's going on. So we did the food test and it came back, no gluten, no oats, no eggs, no dairy, no, like not all these things. And what does everyone think when they get those back? Oh crap. What can I eat? Yep. Yep. You're right. (laughs) And so I was like, what can I have for breakfast? I can't have eggs. I can't have oats. I can't have toast. I can't have, and this was back before like all the decent gluten-free stuff that they have out there now. And so this is like basically the most disgusting brownies you could eat. And I mean, it was so nasty. And I was like, forget it. I don't want to do that. I'm just going to have freaking smoothies. I don't care. And so I went that route. The the rest of the pregnancy was decent and delivery was okay. But that kid came out and still to this day, (laughs) he's six years old and ends up crying and whining about stuff. I mean, it's just nonstop. I went into um, postpartum depression with him. Um, again, shortly after that, through still going through the postpartum, I got pregnant again. I'm like, how does this keep happening? <laughs> <laughs> and then my mom's like, um, so yeah, we want to explain how this keeps happening. I'm like, okay, fine, you know, or whatever. I know how it happens, but <laughs> yeah, 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 I know literally how it happens. <laughs> Not a conversation you want to have with your mother about yeah, how it keeps <laughs> happening. Um, but. <laughs> So with that one, I had the depression and my naturopath's like, okay, Vanessa, she's like, you're on all these supplements for stuff. We, you know, we, we've eliminated foods. You've got the Addison's. Um, let's do some testing. Um, we know again, you're pregnant, but we, we got to do something. We got, we did thyroid testing and I was like, I've done this before. We know there's something there, but like nothing, whatever. Well, my antibodies were at that time, they were at 400 and something. And I was like, what does this mean? And she's like, like you have a thyroid condition called Hashimoto's. And I'm like, what? How, okay, what do I have to do? She's like, we're well, already doing the, the gluten-free and all this stuff. Okay, we're going to have to do thyroid medication. I'm like, oh my, can we wait till after the baby's born? Like this third one's done. Yeah. And she goes, but we are because of your depression. She goes, we can only take so many natural things. She goes, let's put you on a small dose of an antidepressant. I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is I have three months left of this pregnancy. It's already, it was a high risk one too. We were going in every week. The kid's belly was measuring massive. I'm like, oh my gosh, the kid's going to come out no matter what. Like, (laughs) like what is going on here? We finally said, stop. We're not going in for the specialist appointments anymore. Like we're just, I said, just let's get through this delivery. Like it's fine. The kid came six and a half weeks early. (laughs) Had no other complications in the delivery room, nothing, just the fact that it was early. I was just sitting there. I'm like, what's that feeling? Oh, yeah. Okay, we should probably go. This is way too early, but let's go. All right. You know, so um, he, I couldn't feed at the hospital at the time, so we had to pump. Um, And after that, though, like two weeks in, he regained all of his weights. He was good, ready to go. The kid is a feisty little son of a gun now and whatnot. Got off my antidepressants. And, um, we re-looked at the thyroid and I'm like, what's going on here? Um, but we, uh, 
we, we looked at the thyroid and she's like, okay, now it's at 800 and something, you know, your body's been through a lot. You know, it's now a handful of months after the kid's been born. You're done with pregnancies, right? I'm like, yeah, God, three and three years is fine. I'm good. <laughs> and boys, all three boys, by the way, I'm good. Um, and so she's like, let's, let's get you on what's called Synthroid and, and go from there. I'm like, well, how's this? Now I'm questioning more. How is this affecting the Addison's and why am I getting another one? I don't understand why, like, this doesn't feel right. And she's like, just let's do this. You know, and then we started doing other tests. We were doing, um, gene tests. We found out I have a MTHR, um, mutation Mm -hmm. and, you know, that was causing me to have methylation issues and energy levels and why I was fatigued and I wasn't sleeping and all these things. And I'm like, but it's part of like being a mom. And she's like, no, it's not. Like, so we just supplemented the crap out of stuff, just tons of tests. I probably was having 20 to 30 tests run a year. And wow. I mean, Dang. it was just insane on different things because I started to go crazy in my head because I was like, okay, now what? Something else, something else has you know, got to be wrong. It's got to be wrong. It's, you know, something like that. And all in the same time, I was running a, I'd started my own career coaching and resume writing business for executives. So why not just have something in there? (laughs) It's part of the personality, right? Just why not? Let's just keep adding things in there because I have to be doing something all the time instead of being a human being. Hmm. And in that, all of that, it was, um, it, you know, we went through the whole 2020 thing, having everyone at home and, now, my husband is already at work from home, but he was able to go in an office. And so then you got three very, very young kids, your husband at home, you at home, everyone trying to do these things. We had school. We had, I was very excited that year because right before it all happened, I was like, yes, my oldest, who is a nonstop talker and very full of energy. Now, by the way, he had a proxy, so he didn't talk for a long time. And then he started talking and he won't stop. And... Um, <laughs> He was going to go to school and it'd be great that I only have back to two of them for the day. I can handle that. Yeah, no. Okay, let's have COVID. Let's, <laughs> let's just have everyone at home, right? Let's just whatever. So I was a lot of stress. It's just, it's stressful in general for a mom to have their kids at home. We love them dearly. But as I talk to other moms, like we love and hate them all at the same time. Like we just, like I, we can't explain it. And it's a lot. And then you've got the husband at home trying to work and wanting everything quiet. And I'm like, I can only do so many things with them outside and school and all this stuff. And stress started building up. And we're in Arizona. We're not around family. So it's not like we can go run to either of our parents' homes or anything like that. So it was just very stressful. And then it was 2021. My husband and I finally got a vacation. We're like, my best friend was getting married in Cancun. I'm like, yes, let's go. All these restrictions. Everything's been lifted, right? And I'm like, let's go. Or sorry, 2022. And um, and I'm like, was it 20, 2021? Yeah, 2021. And I'm like, let's go. So then as the time started getting closer into November, all of a sudden I just, I don't know what I was Googling. I don't know whatever. Um, but I came upon FDN. Nice. And I was like, all right, let's watch this webinar. I don't have time for it, but okay, it's interesting to me. And I've always, when I was a little girl, I wanted to be a doctor. And my mom had said to me, no, I think you'd be better off as an engineer. Now I say this for what's coming in my story here. Um, And so I went the engineering path. We trust our parents, all this stuff, but I came upon FDN and I was interested and I actually sat and was very intrigued and I'm like, okay, should I do this? Should I not do this? Should I do it? Like, you know what? Let's just do it. Just do it. 
So what did I do on the airplane there? And what did I do, you know, on <laughs> when I was sitting there on the beach and stuff like that, I was looking at the first module in FDN. I'm like, I like this. This oh, geez, is during the one vacation. Right, my husband's sitting there drinking and I'm like, I'm not much of a drinker, but like, I'm really into this. And he's like, I'm going to go tour the around. I'm like, <laughs> I'm into this. Like, that's awesome. <laughs> right. I'm trying to figure out health stuff. I'm like, you know, this has always been intriguing to me. And now like, I'm obviously old enough. I don't need my mom telling me what to do. And I'm like, okay, this is intriguing to me. And then, you know, we had our fun. We came back and things just really weren't feeling right to me. And I'm like, what's going on? What's going on? Um, Then we had, it was, we had gone the week and a half before Thanksgiving, came back. My husband got really sick over Thanksgiving and um, then the kids got sick. And of course, mom can't get sick. So it's like I was, but I can't be sick, right? I had to keep pushing through and taking care of everyone else because who else was going to take care of? No offense, men, but you know, you, you don't really <laughs> do well with sickness. <laughs> and so um, I just, I've, I'd recognized over the years with my autoimmune conditions, it takes me like two to three weeks to recover from even a cold hmm. and I, because my immune system was just so shot and whatnot. And I was just like, oh gosh, something's not right. I'm not. I'm not healing from this. What is going on? And I'm like, I I got the kids. I got to keep them going. It's the holidays. They're wanting me to be excited. And I'm like, not excited right now. And I'm just feeling drained. And so I'm talking to my naturopath and she's like, okay, well, maybe we need to, you know, modify some things with your thyroid stuff. Your Addison stuff looks good, you know, but I'm really concerned about your thyroid stuff. And because stress is a big component of it. I'm like, all right. And then all of a sudden it was two days after I had a conversation with her. I break out in my from my chest to my stomach to my back in just these big welts. And I'm like, what in the world is going on here? Um, and I mean it was disgusting. I was like, and then they were kind of itchy. And but we had measured, we had gone and got some testing. I didn't have any um histamine issues, like that was almost almost non-existent. I was like, that's weird. <laughs> As I was starting, you know, studying some of the FDN stuff, I'm like, that's weird. Okay, this is not like what's going on here. And we went in, I went in and I was doing like Myers cocktails, IVs. I'd be sitting in my doctor's office and like, she was pumping me with stuff and she's like, okay, it's an immune thing. Let's just boost you and boost you and boost you and boost you. So I'm sitting there. I've got like a baby, (laughs) baby sitting there with me. And I got my husband taking the other two and I'm trying to like, I'm studying, trying at the same time. Cause you sit there for like three hours, you know, getting pumped with this stuff. And I'd feel better for like a day maybe afterwards, but I still wasn't sleeping well. And I was still waking up drained. I'm like, this can't be how this is supposed to be. Like, what is going on here? And so then, you know, after doing three weeks of that, um, my naturopath's like, okay, let's go to a dermatologist. Like, we, I have one in the same complex as me. We work together. Go to a dermatologist. She goes, Cause I don't, nothing's getting better. It's actually getting worse. Like, okay. nothing's getting better. We're, we're trying everything that I know, and I've been doing this for almost 40 years now. She goes, I have no idea. And she goes, I hate to tell it to people, but I have no idea. She, hey, I appreciate the honesty. We need more of that from functional right? and Western medicine. So, actually, yeah. We it sucks do. that she couldn't help, but damn, I appreciate that. Right. I mean, and I found out that she had Hashimoto's too. And she's like, I just, I don't know. Like she goes, you've got little ones at home. It's not like you can go run away to like a retreat for a month or something like that. You just like to get rid of the stress, you're just going to come right back to it. Something's going on. And so we went to the dermatologist and he's like, okay, well, it looks like, you know, your Addison's caused some vitiligo on your upper back. I'm like, 
great. Now I've got a third autoimmune condition. And, but what with the welts? And he's like, I don't know. And I'm like, are you y'all kidding me right now? Like I am suffering. I already wasn't sleeping well. And now I'm really not sleeping well. And he's like, I know you don't like medication. Let's get some kind of anything on you to like get you some sleep and start relieving some of the pain and, um, and itching and stuff like that. And then he gave me whatever it was, some topical cream. And I was like, all right, fine, whatever. And so I got some rest and all of a sudden it started disappearing. And I was like, <sighs> I, in engineering school, I was literally trained in root cause analysis. I went to training for it. And I'm like, what is the root cause? Like wh- what just happened here? Like I, I am a Christian and I'm like, God, like I know sometimes like you don't tell us all the answers, but I need an answer. Like, why is this happening? Why, what happened? What did I do or not do? Like, what is this? What's going on? And and so then it was right, it was right around Christmas. I was right after Christmas. You know, I was like, okay, we got through Christmas. We didn't have any family in town. We didn't go anywhere. It was nice. It was relaxing. And um, and it's this is always hard for me to tell people because I always, from being so tenacious and big into, you know, all the work that I've done, the success that I've done over the years and corporate and things like that, stats and with my health and all these things, but I had this, my husband was taking care of me and he's like, I'm going to take a day off, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to go pick up the kids. They were over at the YMCA and I'll come back. And I was like, oh, he's so sweet. Let me write him a note and put it in his bag for work the next day. And I had found drugs (laughs) and I was like, okay, so my body was kind of telling me something in my environment was going on and I had confronted him about it and I'm like, okay. You literally live with someone who's like does natural stuff, has, you know, a lot of stress and stuff going on. And now this, and he was like, you know what? It's, it's legal. It's all legal. And I'm like, just because it's legal doesn't mean, you know, whatever. And, um, so it was a big battle and it added more stress. So I'm, I've been in counseling for years. We were in counseling at that time. I was in counseling prior to that and whatnot, just for all kinds of issues, right? All of my autoimmune stuff. Why is this happening? Like it's, I highly recommend it for people just to have someone on the outside talking to. And I had gone to my counselors. I'm like, Oh my gosh, now what? Like now what do I do? This is a big stress. I've got three little kids at home. He's using, I don't even know how long and what kinds that's not my area of expertise. I'm not going to, you know, I, I know what some things are, but I don't know everything. And, um, and they're like, you know what, let's see how it goes. Let's work on you and, you know, keep doing your, like the FDM stuff, keep doing that, keep learning about you and healing and whatnot. And it just got to a point I was like, not nothing's changing at home. It was, it's too stressful. I, I can't sleep now again. I, what's going on? And um, I had decided when he was on a work trip to Vegas, great spot for a substance abuse user to go, but you know, um, but that was his, where his work had decided they were going. And I took the kids and we went on an extended vacation from Illinois or from Arizona back to Illinois. And we sat there and we were with my family. His family knew everyone was very aware before we even made the move. And it was stressful because we've got now me and three little boys <laughs> who uprooted them from school and uprooted them from what they knew as home um, back to my childhood home into it's not like we had a small home, but you've got three adults now who are all parents who are trying to parent three kids and deal with the situation. And so it was really stressful. And in all of that, we were there for seven months and my parents did what they could or whatever. But in all of that, 
I found that the relationship with them was not good. So I thought I was leaving a toxic environment that was causing a lot of stress and health issues and things like that and went into a brand new one. Well, it wasn't brand new, but I thought it was brand new at the time, but it was something that I experienced all throughout my childhood. It was, it was a lot of emotional and verbal abuse and neglect. It was, oh, okay, you guys have been here. We, we gave you your basic needs. And now we're going to go, they both are business owners. Let's go to our work now. And the boys and I were left to fend a lot for ourselves. And yes, we grew up here and whatnot, but I was like, I really need my mom and dad. I really need them. And so in transferring counselors across state lines and stuff like that, my husband and I were working on reconciling. I, I had filed for divorce and that got his butt moving and he's been clean for over a year and a half now. And so that's, it's such a blessing and he won't touch it again, any of that stuff. And we found out he was using because of childhood issues he had with his parents. Mm -hmm. And it was just, it's been a whole bunch of mess, but in all of this too, now with my counseling, we had found out I had complex PTSD because of all the emotional abuse. So let's just add more, right? Just keep adding more and more and more. And I say all this because that the past year of going through the FDN, now I had to extend the course because of everything that happened. I still, every single day was going in and learning something and going through the course and whatnot. And when my parents finally kicked us out for no reason, um, and so we were left to fend again, literally for ourselves, and my husband was still closing out Arizona and our home there. Um, we had to find a place, but I was on my own and I was playing single mom. I still was able to complete the course, complete it very well and go through with the mentors. And they're like, Vanessa, like, this is amazing with what you've done. And now what I did was I found out that because I kept questioning the Addison's disease. I'm like, I, okay, the, the Hashimoto's and stuff kind of makes sense, but I, I don't understand the Addison's. And... And I was like, we had the test runs and stuff like that. And I'm looking at them, the tests that we have run here in, in FDN. I'm like, okay, my cortisol does show low, mm-hmm. but it's not like, it's an exhaustive stage. Yeah. Everything else makes sense. Okay. So I started like putting two and two as I'm starting to heal from my family and from my husband, like all those things I'm starting to get more stable emotionally and be able to think clearer and all that stuff. I'm like, this doesn't make sense. I'm in the exhaustive stage. It doesn't, but it doesn't make sense. It doesn't correlate with Addison's because my body's still producing. So I went through all that and I was like, I talked to my naturopath and I said, Hey, can we work out a plan where I come off of the hydrocortisone? And I sent her the results from FDN and she's like, okay. She goes, you have extra, right? You have your dosage. So if worst case, you just pop it in and okay, we know that that was too low to go or something really still is going on. Right. And I said, okay, you know, so this is, we were still guessing we weren't, you know, we, we had tested, right. But we still were kind of guessing and, and playing around a little bit safely. And I safely weaned down off of it. And I'm going to start crying here because I have now been off of hydrocortisone for almost a year. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, no symptoms of like, I haven't gotten worse in any way, shape or form. Um, so that was never the problem. It was never the problem. And I was like, okay, if I can, can come off of hydrocortisone, 
maybe I can come off the thyroid stuff because we'd switch from thyroid to a compound T3, T4. And I was like, all right, that one's a kind of a scary one to come off of. Okay. Let me, let me see. Okay. Let me see. I talked to her and she's like, I don't recommend it, but if you trust what you've learned and what you've graduated with, and you are also now board certified, like, okay, let's, let's see what happened. I'm here to support you. Um, but again, you still have stuff there in case. I have been now a year off of the thyroid medication. Mm-hmm. And now do I still have Hashimoto's and overt hypothyroidism? Yes, I do. But I'm managing it and it's almost into remission through diet and lifestyle right. changes. Right. And and I've, I've reviewed it with Dr. Ellen Christensen, who is a well-known endocrinologist. And he's like, literally medication won't help you. He goes, you've been through a lot, your trauma and things like that. He's like, you keep managing your trauma. You keep managing all that, that stress reduction. You keep working on the things of breaking the generational chains in your family and whatnot and, and focusing on, because with the HPA access, like we know that stress is massive. It is, it is a very, very big deal. And the trauma that I've endured through the emotional and uh, um, verbal abuse and neglect, and we found out there was some physical too there, and that played a huge role in basically suppressing my entire system, suppressing it. We ended up running the Dutch test too, and then it showed my cortisol was high. It was really, really elevated because I was constantly, and still can be some days, in the fight or flight mode. I have that hypervigilance, and I'm like, Okay, we're in a new spot. Okay, what's going on? Okay, like Fourth of July or parades. I literally congregate right outside my front lawn. And I was like, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? But in all of this, like FD, I'm not going to say FDN saved me. I saved myself through the knowledge mm-hmm. and the practice of all of it. And it, it breaks my heart for those who have gone through any kind of trauma, whether it's, you know, childhood trauma, whether it's any kind of war trauma, PTSD, whether it's whatever it may be, um, that they're not working with someone most of the time that can correlate their symptoms. The fatigue that I had was because my constant fight and flight, I was constantly for almost 40 years now in hypervigilance state. Like I just, all the time, my body didn't use up, as the doctor said right back with the Addison's disease when I was quote diagnosed, use up all of my cortisol it was just being displaced is what it was. It was being used for things that it wasn't supposed to be used. And if anyone wants to read an amazing book, The Body Keeps Score (laughs) is a really, really great book because our body does keep score of everything that's happened to it in its environments, via food, via exercise. I found out I was exercising too much because I wanted to just burn that energy, that frustration and all that stuff. And it hurt my body. It hurt it. I was stressing it out even more because all of that creates so much inflammation. I ended up through FDN found out I have H. pylori, candida, like all these different infections and stuff going on because my immune system through the medication, through the stress, through everything that was happening around me, whether I was doing it to myself or other people had done it to me and my body just kept score of it was just creating this massive, just chaos in my body that was going on. And it was just, it was exhausting me and it just created things. And I went through, if anyone's gone through this, you go through an angry phase of why did this happen to me? What in the world? Why did I deserve this? 
What did I do to myself? What did I not do to myself? Why did these people do this to me? And then it came into grieving of, okay, you know, now I have something I've got to do. And yeah. through all of this, I mean, even right now I'm working on literally a case study with my son. He's had a lot of, the middle child has had so much stress. Like I said, he's the whiner and the crier and, and whatnot. And, but that shows that something is going on. And in all of that, like last year, for example, too, he was struggling in kindergarten to speak up. And I was like, what's going on? Like this kid is very vibrant and whatnot at home. Okay. I get it. First time in school. All right, fine. Um, but literally this morning, him and I had this conversation because we got his stool map test back mm -hmm. and found out that he has some really hefty, hefty um, secretory IgA, very high, anti-gliadin IgA, very high, calprotectin mm -hmm. high. And so he's got some celiac issues going on. And I asked him this morning, I said, buddy, and with all the trauma and stuff that we've had going on in our family, yeah. he was having a lot of diarrhea. He was having every day. This child has told me probably for the last two years, mommy, my tummy hurts. Mommy, I'm like, my part of me is like, okay, I feel for you. Part of me is like, come on, dude. Like you had candy yesterday, you know, but really his tummy was hurting. And I'd asked him this morning and with me knowing what I know from FDN and helping other clients and helping myself, I'm blessed that I was able to have the conversation with a little six-year-old and say, Hey buddy, were you having a hard time speaking up in class last year because your tummy hurt? Yeah. Like we put it in social work. We're like, what's, you know, what's going on? And he started to have, you know, some success there, but it was really because his stomach hurt so bad. So we have a plan now. And that's, what's great that I love is having a plan. And like we learn in FDN, it's like, it's not that it's just, and anyone who's been through autoimmune conditions or chronic illnesses or anything, it's like the, the path to healing is never linear, linear. It's always, it's back, it's forth, it's up, it's down, it's all over the place. Sometimes something yep. hits you like a, a death or something and it completely destroys you because that, again, your body's keeping score of stuff and it completely destroys you. But we have a very, very um, proven process that it's going to be just a hair different for everyone just because of their lifestyle, their environments, you know, maybe some genetic factors, some things going on with their lives. But um, we have a proven process of that dress protocol that works. I mean, I will stress, no pun intended, stress the stress part of it because that has been just such a massive um, success for my story. Um, yes, is food. Yes, is exercise, things like that. But um it's just been, it's been a journey and I'm just, I'm happy to be on it now that I'm on the more light focused end here versus the dark end that I was in. Um, but if you keep following the plan and you keep following the process, you know, it's like learning engineering, like you can't just implement it one time and it's done. Like it's, you keep going and you keep following the process and, and you see the success along the way. And it just, it lights me up when I get to connect the dots with people. Like mm -hmm. I would have never expected the, the trauma that I had. I did, would never have uncovered the trauma that I had and be working on that if I didn't go through FDN or I might have, but it would have been years and years down the road or I'm in a hospital bed or something like that. Now that I haven't been in hospital beds before for this stuff. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Lots of them, but I, I, it'd be a different story and I want to be there for my kids and I want them to, as we're breaking generational chains in terms of trauma in our family and abuse, 
that we're also breaking generational chains in terms of health and not saying that's, you know, I tell my, my clients all the time, like advocate for yourself just because that doctor, they, they do have their place. They do absolutely have their place in, in situations um, that are life-saving. But just because they say take this or do that doesn't mean that you don't have to question them. That you don't, what you're feeling in your body is legit. They are not living in your body every single day and dealing with all those, what I call the in-between moments. They're, they're not. You are. And you have a right to question them. You have a right to ask for something different or ask for a different opinion or go get up and find someone else, you know, like one of us at the FDN and say, hey, you know what? You guys have all been through this. And that's the great thing, too, is we're not like a lot of the other medical professionals out there who haven't been through the stuff that we've been through. We've been through it and we don't, I I always tell my clients too, I don't, I don't take it. I don't make you do a test that I haven't done myself. I don't. One, we're going to have to do a part two at some point because (laughs) I've never, well, and here, and I mean this seriously, I wouldn't, I'm not a flatterer. I go out of my ways to find things I like in people. And I do go out of my way to compliment that, but I don't flatter. That, I mean, you nailed it, right? Because there's so much going on here. But I mean, sometimes I'll intervene if the person's going on too long. But like, you're a fantastic storyteller. Um, I don't mean, I know fantastic might not be the adjective we want to use when we're talking about such serious stuff. But I mean, it's engaging. I'm like looking down at the clock, I'm like, holy crap. Like we're 40 <laughs> minutes in. It's like, damn, you got me emotional. It's like, holy cow. Like when the husband, when I find out, you just, I don't know if you're even intentionally doing it, but there's so many like of these cliffhangers when I find out like the husband is like, okay, good to go now. You're, I'm like, yes, he did it because of the divorce. Like I actually look at that because I'm someone, unfortunately, who has abused substances. I know I, it's not my place because I don't know the whole situation, but I will tell you this. Most people will lose everything before that happens. So the yeah. fact that divorce is a trigger enough to get through the drugs, that person loves you, just so you know, if that's not obvious. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not an excuse to go do it to begin with. But <laughs> don't, please all don't do that. <laughs> yeah, right. There are people that there are people that will take that drugs stuff to the grave. They will lose everything along the way. And so the fact that that feeling of losing you and the kids outweighs the drug withdrawal, drug withdrawal sucks. <laughs> it's oh, not, yeah. and it's very short term. You don't think long term with it. So that's Oh, trust me, we're I dealing with it even the, now. <laughs> yeah, I love to see the light. Like you use the word the light. Like it's very cool um to actually be with you right now on this journey, very much on the journey, but on this this winning side and having the path and the plan, like you said, because um so much of in the beginning, especially your personality was just like the drive and, and all this kind of stuff. Like, Hey, I don't have time. I got to like, let's get this fixed. I got to go. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we definitely have, um, something in common there. And so it's just, it's cool to see how this is being used now. And, you know, one thing I want to make sure we get to at least shout out today, it, there's two things actually. So one in the, especially in the first 20 minutes or so, there's details that seemed simple, but I really appreciate you sharing them because they're actually not. What you're going through or have went through is such a standard process in a certain sense. Everyone's unique, but like this whole, hey, well, I'll just try this or I'll, I'll stop the medication. And you even you use the right words. You're like, I don't really know why. I just felt like maybe I should do this. You're clearly an intelligent person with a background in this to some degree. You have a family influence and stuff in it. 
But that's what happens to us. It's just a human thing. We're confused. We're scared. We don't know what the hell's going on. And so we start making these choices that almost seem like random from the outside. But to us in the moment, it makes perfect sense because we're so damn desperate yeah. uh, to figure this stuff out. So I'm just so glad that someone like you not only has these answers now, but you're out there working with people. That was the the second thing for me. I mean, you didn't graduate overall that in the grand scheme like that long ago. I'm not surprised that someone like you is hitting the ground running and taking clients. But were you taking clients prior to graduating FDN or was it only after? So I had so when I was doing the career coaching and resume writing business, I had noticed that I was like, okay, my clients are seeing success, but they keep coming back to me. And I'm wondering why. And a lot of them, they were so, and you know, you mentioned, and thank you, I appreciate this for saying like, you're such a good storyteller and you yeah, know yeah. whatever. I love to engage with people and I love to hear their story and their stories inspire me to share more and all that type of stuff. So a lot of people come to me, even in corporate, people will come and sit down in my office and be like, so I've got to tell you something. And I had one guy, I remember, I will never forget him. He came down and sat down in my office chair and he's like, so I'm thinking about divorcing my wife. I'm like, okay, to HR, please. I can't can't discuss (laughs) this right now. (laughs) Right. But they felt comfortable sharing with me. And I've noticed that with all of my, you know, corporate people and my employees and my resume and career coaching clients. And so in that business, I had noticed people were coming to me and they're sharing me, oh my gosh, you know, I'm struggling with some weight loss. And, you know, especially during COVID, like I gained a lot of weight, you know, or I can't think straight. I don't understand why I can't do this. I'm tired. And so I started tracking it, right? An engineer tracking things. I started tracking it in my database. I'm like, okay, this person is this and this person is, okay, what's, you know, whatever. And I found it was like 85% of my clients were having some kind of health issues. Hmm. And I was like, I love this business. I'm good at it. I'm making a lot of money. And I was very able, quickly able to replace my corporate career numbers and whatnot financially. And, but I was like, I can't morally place these people into high roles, you know, in, in corporate and they're making decisions for other people. And they literally having health problems that are fogging that those decisions. I can't. I can't. So I had to, I had to stop that. Now I do have clients who still come to me from referrals. Most of mine always have come from referrals and I just stopped that. And so in that in-between moments, again, the in-between moments here of me transitioning from the corporate into that, I found myself coaching for free basically, um, which I don't recommend, but I was doing that because I just care so much about people and didn't know my value at the time in the health space of, I was coaching them and saying, Hey, you're having these conditions. You're having these health issues. Like, what are you going to do about it? What questions can you ask your doctor? I was getting on some, you know, different interviews with other practitioners. I was on a a set of interviews with a lady called Nicole, called Nicole, named Nicole broadcast or um, Broadhurst. And she is an advocate for those with insurance, health insurance. And we were talking about the questions you need to ask and things like that. So I found myself in that space. And so I was taking on then, then I found, Okay, Vanessa, before FDN even came into the, the my world, I said, okay, I'm going to start taking on some people and start coaching them through some of the mental aspects mm. of autoimmune conditions and what you should be thinking about yourself and what you should be telling yourself and some of the stress reduction and some of the diet aspects of it that I knew at the time. Um, of how to get through everyday moment. I, I still have a, a girl, Sarah, who reaches out to me and she's like, oh my gosh, Vanessa, I'm struggling again. And I just want to hear your voice. She's like, can you send me a voice recording? I just want to hear your voice. 
And I was like, why? She goes, it's just so soothing sometimes just to be able to listen to the words that you say. And they just, they help me. And she was, I play them over and over now for my newborn daughter and me. And just, they, they help me. And so I was taking clients at that time, not even knowing really what I was going to be really diving into and exposing in this world, basically. So yeah, I, and then I told myself that the tenacious individual that I am, I'm, I told myself like, okay, after I graduate, I'm taking like three months off of not doing anything. Yeah. That, that was like literally someone had to hold me down and my counselor was like, yeah, okay, I'm going to see how long this lasts, Vanessa. (laughs) (laughs) And it, it didn't because I just kept talking about it and talking about it and talking about it and talking about it. And even on my own podcast too, I start, my story is a four part series on there of telling the in depths of it, because it's just, it's, if you don't know who you're working with and you don't know their story, why are you working with them just for their credentials? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very good point. I think, and let's, once we're off air, we can figure out a time that we can get something sooner rather than later, like mm-hmm. not doesn't have to be next week, but something sooner rather than later for a part two of this. Cause it's actually in a perfect world. I would actually do this with everyone if they could fill a hour with the story. Mm-hmm. Um, and no disrespect to our guests. Like no, not everyone no. can do that. You know, it's just some people got it and it's, it's very amazing when they can do that. So I'd like to have you back on for the sake of today, then where, I mean, you're going to have people reach out with something like this. So <laughs> where can people find you if they would like to work with you? Yeah. So I'm definitely, I'm on, Instagram at Vanessa McConkie, and you'll see how to spell my name in the show notes there. It's different, Vanessa. Um, and then on Facebook, and then you can go to vanessamcconkey.com. That website is still kind of in progress. So by the time this releases, it should be up and running there. Um, and yeah, there's lots of freebies and stuff that I have available in terms of how to get you going. And then my programs also as well. What's the podcast called, by the way? Podcast is called Designing the Best You. Nice. All right. Awesome. Vanessa, um, we're looking forward to having you back on. Thank you so much for just coming out and like pouring your heart out. I think this makes the best podcast. It's heavy. Uh, but at the same time, like, I don't want to be, I don't want podcasts where I'm just like going in and out of it because I'm so distracted by something else. I like something that gets you going a little bit. It's motivating. It's inspiring. So thank you for today very much. You're welcome. Thanks for having me on. Look forward to part two. 